Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a podcast. It is called Playing Devil's Avocado. I am Claire. I am half of the avocado. I'm the one without the pip. <laughs> and um, my other co-host, Lisa, is overseas. She's in London. So this episode is a very special postcard from London. We'll be talking to her in a minute about such amazing things as all the fun things she's eaten and bought while she's been away, uh, turning hand dryers on in the bathroom because your bum's too big, uh, we'll be talking weekday friends and health changes you have to make by the time you turn 50. And they are terrifying. So let's go. All right. So I'm recording now. So let's just go, shall we? Let's just go. Let's just do it. All okay. Right. Let's so go. You're, you're going to give us a bit of a, How's London, darling? How's London? Hello. <laughs> well, London is fabulous, I have to tell you. It's is awesome. it? Yeah, it's amazing. And because, so um, they're having a bit of a late summer. Well, they had, they had a summer this year, actually, but they've also, they, then it got cold. So the day we arrived, my mum put the central heating on. And then the next day, suddenly it was sunny again. And London in the sunshine is without doubt the best city in the planet. It's yeah, just, right. you know, everyone's, London is packed. Everyone is out. Um, but it's just when the sun shines, everyone's cheerful mm. and you can go places. Oh, yeah. And I tell you, the weird thing is, even when I say it's hot, I'm saying it's 21 degrees, but that feels <laughs> yeah, right. quite warm in London. Yeah. Um, but but the tube is boiling. Yeah. Boiling. Yeah. So I think, well, if that's it at 21 degrees, can you imagine it at 30 degrees? It would be horrendous. Oh, imagine being stuck under someone's armpit. I know, revolting. But mm. no, we've had a fabulous time. Um, and we've been out and about a bit, mainly just having lunch, really, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> The jet lag's been horrendous. Um, yeah. I think it gets worse as you get older. Probably does. We'll look so, into that. We'll look into that. We'll follow up. We'll look into that, yeah. Um, and even though I've been doing this journey for, you know, 15 years, it's taken me five days to get over the jet lag this time, which, mm. you know, so four, So we go for lunch, meet people for lunch, and then four o'clock in the afternoon, I've got my head on the table, and not just because of the rosé. <laughs> <I'll just say. laughs> it's even worse on the way back so that's something to look forward to isn't it yeah something to look forward to <laughs> i did have one marvelous meal at ottolenghi's new restaurant which is called rovi oh yes um, yeah and it's just sensational it was it's mainly vegetables vegetarianism Lovely. and veganism is huge here as big as it is in you know australia but it's this mass obviously it's global trend yeah um so yeah, Ottolenghi um, was fantastic. All really interesting ways with vegetables. Um, <laughs> interesting we did have ways one... with vegetables. <laughs> we did have one non-veggie dish, which was um, a lobster crumpet. Oh, my with, God. With kumquat chilli sauce. Oh, for God's sake, you're making that up. And I have to tell you, it was so utterly delicious. It was uh, ridiculous. Was it utterly um, delicious? Utterly delicious. <laughs> um and I did look at, he had all his deli stuff for sale and I was going to buy you some, but then um, I just thought I couldn't be bothered with the border security at Sydney, oh, you yes. know, trying to explain that it's sumac or whatever. Um, uh, I think you'd be fine. Sumac. I bought I some, um, it though. I bought caviar back from the Ukraine, darling. And that oh, was did fine. You? <laughs> yes. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, no, so it's rather fabulous and um, we've had a very good time. Um Everyone's quite cool in London. When I say cool, I mean like trendy. Yeah, there's a lot of trend, very trendy people, very hipster people. Like 
take the hipsters you know from you know the inner west of Sydney and times that by a billion mm. and you've got Lon- London hipsters mm. I think that would get um, a bit annoying after a while it's quite amusing I quite like it <laughs> <laughs> um, and trainers everyone is wearing trainers yeah like no one's wearing shoes it's, no. I mean I know we're the same aren't we we just wear our trainers all the time um and I did buy a new, nice new pair of supergars mm, you should get yourself something a bit more flashy no I just bought white leather trainers well you, should, <laughs> you can get them here get something you can't get here like something amazing drink well I did look drink I did look at a pair of leopard print metallic ones um, yeah, but I bought my white ones now, so oh, wow. um, mm. you know what? Maybe you can put some glitter on them when I get home. Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else, Thomas? Tell us more London gossip. What's everyone watching? What's everyone watching on the telly? You mean? Well, I don't know. Well, yes. Yeah, we watched a bit of Bake Off. Everyone's oh, watching yeah. that. Everyone's obsessed with Bake Off, and um, I don't know what everyone else is watching, really. Everyone on the train is reading Margaret Atwood's new book. Yeah, well, they're all reading it here as well. I'll tell you what, yeah. global it's a global sensation. Yes, I haven't read it. Have you read it? No. No. <laughs> I haven't got um, to it yet. I've got a million other things to read first. I'm terrible. Yeah, and that, but, I mean, literally people were reading it. I think it came out on the Wednesday here, mm. and people on the train were reading it within half an hour. I think they were all queuing at the bookshops to buy it yeah. and then there's all these displays of green and white ladies everywhere instead of the red oh. and white ladies oh. Oh, yeah. all those costumes thrown in the bin yes i mean that's quite good for this year's um halloween parties isn't it yeah green and white yes also yes. doubles up for patrick's day well, there you go. There you go. So that's <laughs> multitasking. Um, we haven't really watched much telly because we've been out too much. Mm. Um, what did you watch on the plane? Oh, on the plane, I watched <laughs> two films and two seasons of a TV show. So should I quickly run you through them very yes, quickly? Yes, you may as well. Oh, is this oh, a culture well. club? We may as well just do culture club now. You do yours right. and then I'll do mine. Culture club. Culture club. Um, I watched Late Night which is the film with Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. Oh, is it good? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Now, bear in mind, when you're on the plane, you have to take off 50%, don't you? Because you laugh more and cry more. Yeah. So my reviews might be a little bit out. (laughs) A little bit over the top. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, late night, I very, very much enjoyed Emma Thompson playing a late night TV host um, in America. And then she's in danger of losing her show. And she said... And all her writers in the writers' room are white men. And she said, get me a woman. And it turns out to be Mindy Kaling, who's an Indian-American woman. Yeah. um, Who's a very funny woman. Did you ever watch the Mindy show? No, but I should have. I loved it. Mm. I absolutely loved it. So it's great. It sort of tackles diversity. It tackles Me Too. It tackles um, women in the workplace. And it's got Emma Thompson. So, you know, you can't go wrong with that. Everyone's a winner. (laughs) Everyone's a winner. Yeah. I then watched Long Shot. Right. Oh, that's the Charlize Theron one. Charlize Theron playing a government minister, like Mm. Secretary of State. Right. Seth Rogen. She was Seth Rogen's babysitter. Right. When they were teenagers, and then they get in this ridiculous romance, and it's just like, really, really. So the Seth Rogans of this world, in you know what I mean? It's that whole thing about these gorgeous, amazing, accomplished women in films always end up with some doofus, don't they? And it's they like, do. 
You know, and it's, yeah, I wasn't very impressed with it, to be honest. So I would tell you, no, don't watch that. Okay. Um, but I did watch two seasons of Togetherness. Oh, I love Togetherness. Yes, I love that. Never watched it before. Mm, it's really good. HBO. Yeah. So you can actually watch it on Foxtel in Australia. You can. Um, very, very much enjoyed that. Quirky little program about people in their sort of late 30s trying to, was it late 30s, <sighs> mid 30s? Yeah, late, I think. Trying to make a go of life. Yeah. Um, and there, there's a married couple and then there's a doofus friend and then uh, um, a crazy sister. Yeah. Um, and it's just about their lives in LA, but it was great. I, I'm surprised I haven't watched it before. I like him. Is it Mark Duplay? I think. His yeah, name is. it's the Duplass brothers. The Duplass brothers. Who are, yes. I know him because he was in He's the in Mindy lots... show with Mindy Kaling. Right. And the other one's in Transparent. Transparent. Who's that? Which, which, which is the one that? um, that's the, the other brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, the other brother. Yeah. Um, and then the girl in Togetherness, I'm pretty sure, is the girl from Two and a Half Men. Do you remember the kooky friend who used to come in and was in love with Charlie Sheen? Oh, Did you ever watch Two and a Half Men? Yes. Yeah, I think it might I be her. It, her. her. it is her. It is her. Yes. That's yeah, why I like she's that show. Really good. She's good. Yeah. She's oh, excellent. the world just comes full circle. It does. So that's what I watched on the plane. Great. That's my culture club. Culture club. Well, my culture club is similar in that it is about diversity. I watched Shrill. Oh, everyone's Um, talking about Shrill, aren't they? Yes. And you know what? It's only six episodes, so it's not a hard ask. I can't wait to watch it. It's not a hard ask. Yeah. Um, And it's lovely. It's so lovely. It's about a larger girl, plus size girl, and her name is Annie played by this fantastic actress called A.D. Bryant. And it's based on a book called Shrill Notes of, from a Loud Woman by Lindy West. And it's basically just her um, story as she kind of starts to understand that people treat her really badly because she's overweight and she's not going to stand it anymore and includes her um, a sort of dipshit of a boyfriend who she basically says, this is me and you have to put up with it. And then he sort of does, which is quite nice and her fantastic um flatmate who is a a comedian from the UK who's just amazing and her name is oh gosh I've lost it her name is Lolly Adifope and she's just so great and it's just a lovely little Portland Oregon comedy you know it's a bit hipstery and cool I just loved it. Loved it. Was very disappointed when there was only six episodes. She's a girl from Saturday Night Live, isn't she? Yes, she is. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's very yeah, good. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. It's very yeah, I'm good. Watch that. Yeah, I watched it all very quickly and then got sort of a bit depressed that there wasn't any more. Yeah. Okay, it's so, one of those. All right. One of those. I that. Okay. Lovely. All right. What next. do we do now? Should we do a What Hurts Now? What Hurts Now? Is Morley you or me? Well, it was. It's going to be me because I want because I. What hurts is my ego and my um my spatial awareness. I was. I went to a restaurant in Sydney the other night with my husband, and I went to the bathroom. And when I got up from the toilet and turned around to pull up my pants and stuff, I turned the hair the hand dryer on with my bottom. Amazing. Because it was so it's small. Hilarious. <laughs> the room was Did so small. I was terrified for a moment. <laughs> and then I was like mortified that the room was so small that you couldn't even turn around without turning the thing on. So then I had to sort of get away from 
the the air dryer, but there wasn't really anywhere to go. <laughs> it was just this kind of comedy of me trying to get dressed properly without having this thing going off. Anyway, that was it. Was, so I was a little bit mortified, but then I was thinking maybe it's something to do with men designing bathrooms. Well, it probably is. Well, they don't can need that you, much space. Can I can I tell you that um, you emailed me that last? <laughs> so it was, and it came through last night, England time, and I was sat at the kitchen table with them, my busy and my husband and her husband. We were on the brandy by this stage, so take right. yeah, take, <laughs> that, take that into account. And your email came through with that on it. And we died laughing. We just <laughs> were killing ourselves laughing. Uh, uh, yeah. We've all been there, you thought. We've all been there, that's right. <laughs> I know, it was a little bit much. Have you got a yeah. what hurts now? Well, only that I got vertigo, I think, from the oh, plane. Yes. Oh. And it's ongoing. Oh. And what can you do for vertigo? Nothing. Nothing. You just have to wait it out because I've had it, I've had it a few times. Mm. It's just a middle ear thing, so I think it's just from flying. But um, it's not too bad. I'm not. I'm all right when I'm. It's just when I'm lying down. So when I go to sleep and then roll over, the whole world tips. Ooh. It's horrible. And sometimes it's too bad. If it, if I have it when I'm walking around, I actually have to go and get some anti-nausea drugs because um, mm. it's just so revolting. But no, I'm just hoping it. But then we're getting on another plane soon, so I don't know um, how that's going to help. Yeah, matters. Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll look forward we'll to. We'll see. The- I'll report yeah. back. Yes, please do. Please yeah. do. Um, okay. Um, what next? We are going to tell us what else are you going to talk to us about? Oh well, I read an article in the yes. Standard, Ooh, which yes. I enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, and it's basically I've never heard of this, but it makes total sense. Are you a weekday friend? Yes. So <laughs> yes, I am. So Clara Strunk, who's the writer, <laughs> right? Um, which is a great name. Great so name. basically, she's single. And, her, you know, she lives in London and her diary is full all week, Monday to Thursday. She's, mm. you know, she's going to this cinema, she's going for this drinks, she's going to see this person. But on the weekend, she hasn't got anything in her diary and it's because a lot of her friends are in couples. So they see her during the week, but then on the weekends, they keep the weekends free for their coupley stuff. Right. So she's the weekday friend that people want to go out with because she's up for it as well. She'll go, you know, she's up to going out. But then on the weekend, she hasn't got any, doesn't see anyone. Um, so, it, yes, I thought, well, gosh, that's a really good point. And I think I might be guilty of not being the weekday friend, but being the cup, the annoying couple friend yeah. who sees people during the week. But then there's friends who I would never, ever see on the weekend. You don't see people very often anyway. <laughs> no, that's true. That is true. I don't know what I'm talking about. You're, a, you're a, like a not not at all friend. Um, not at all friend. I think I'm a weekday friend. Are you the friend or the person? Oh no, I, I'm know. the per- well, I'm both. I think I only see mm. people during the week, but I only really get seen during the week, and then I hibernate on the weekends. Yeah, is that your choice though? Yes. Yeah. I, it just made me think that I should be a bit more conscious about single people and involving mm. them on weekends or saying, do you want to do something on a weekend? Mm. Although there's nothing just, more annoying as a single person than tagging along on some no. couple's outing or whatever. Oh, God, no, that's the worst, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Anyway, I thought it was an interesting article. It is a lovely, lovely article. Lovely article. Yeah. Um, I was going to talk about health. Is it boring? 
No, talk about it. Talk okay. about that article. Well, there's this fantastic story in the Times, of course, because I'm just so highbrow about yeah. um, being 50 and about your health. And it was kind of a bit confronting because basically it says that if we get your act together around 50, you could stop yourself from having an early death on dementia and all these things. And if you don't, you plummet into frail, dementing decrepitude. It does it actually say that? Yes. So basically it says um, they did this big study by the British Medical Journal that said that if you get physically active during middle age, you can lower your risk of death, which you can kind of, you kind of imagine is probably true. But then it gets kind of quite specific. So you have to um, exercise three times a week, eat better, don't smoke and keep your weight in check. And those three things alone will mean that you um, cut your chance of dying from cancer by two thirds and from heart disease wow. by, by four fifths. So Gosh. you add an extra 14 years for women and 12 years for men if you do all those things and maintain them. And it says, Are they good years? Are they good, healthy years? Yes, good, healthy years. Yeah. And then it says, the reason this is, this is what freaked me out the reason that this tipping point comes at 50 is because your body is time limited. So in June, these biologists in Miami revealed that there's these molecular midlife crisis thing going on where we're born with these systems that are designed to promote longevity by keeping your muscles and your brains sharp, but then they just wear out when you get to 50. And so we just um, had enough because nature's doesn't because Nate we're never supposed to live any longer than about 50 because you know women that can't reproduce and there's no point being around so they kind of just mm. get rid of you and men get quite annoying and grumpy so and, men and fat <laughs> <laughs> talk about football all the time <laughs> and who'd want that so um apparently we're not supposed to last that long so therefore we have to do all these things then to try and get back on track and it says about 50 is the latest you should try and get your health in gear otherwise you will oh, never gosh. be able to yeah it's awful after 50 your muscles start to alter alter composition so they change from hard and lean fiber to a combo of fat and muscle which means you get bingo wings and all that stuff it also means that your heart valves start to thicken so you're at risk of heart failure and stroke um, oh, it just keeps going on. And honestly, I just, it's just your metabolism slows down. You feel the cold more. And also you won't be able to remember things. They did a study um, when asked to name common household objects, such as a potato masher, 50 year olds took half a second longer to come up with the words than people in the thirties. I know. Just, I think that's totally, yeah, I totally believe that. I totally. You definitely, you definitely, your brain is just that couple of clicks behind isn't it? I know it's so you've got to, if you keep a fit body so that he's saying if you do all the things to keep yourself fit that'll keep your brain fit as well so it's, it's like this ongoing saga of things you've got to do to keep yourself healthy and it also says interestingly that you shouldn't go on a low-carb diet and that if people over 50 do low-carb diets they cut your life expectancy by four years wow take, take well, that Dr Atkins well, do you know what? That's a good thing because I've been stuffing my face with bread ever since I got to London. So well, there you go. Um, you obviously knew. At least I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah, that's good for me, right. at least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I just was like, just this blown away by that story because it was just so intense and you know, so much science behind it. Oh well, I might have to read it then and see if I'm doing anything right. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're probably doing some things right. Oh, some, probably. You know, yeah. Some, a couple yeah. of ticks. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, well, something else or is that enough, do you think? Uh, should I just quickly run you through a little, two little beauty things? Oh, yes, please. She says, so I went to Liberty. Really eager. Oh, Ooh, yes. I went yeah. to Liberty, which is um, my favourite department store in the world. Um, yeah. It's absolutely beautiful and you could shop yourself sick in there. Um, I was very restrained, but what I did buy was Mighty Patch for, for zits. Have you seen these? Oh, well, I only looked them up when you sent me through the link today. Yeah. They're quite extraordinary. Yeah, so they're little discs, clear discs, and you put them on your zit, um, and it's best to put them on the zit. This is revolting. Best to put it on when it's, like, yellow, if it gets to that point. But when it's angry, put it on an angry zit. <laughs> um and then you have to leave it on for at least six hours. But it is almost, you could, I reckon you could just go out. I, I think you could go to work wearing them, to be honest. Well, you how many, not, not if you've got a lot of zits, you just look like a weird patchwork. No, cool. no. But I, I mean, I just, you know, get these horrible hormonally things. I mm -hmm. think they're hormonal anyway. So I bought them and they're really good. I really recommend them. Okay. Um, can you get so them online? You can get them on the line, yes. Right, um, on the interwebs. Yeah, um, I bet you can probably buy them in Sephora or something as well. Um, and then the other thing I saw, which was quite funny, because I'm buying a thing to stop zits or mm. stop, you know, facial markings. And then I also <laughs> saw this stuff called Freck, and it was £25, which is quite a lot of money. Mm. And it's basically a little tube, and it's people are painting on freckles. Oh, that's very cute. You think it's cute? I think it's madness. Well, it's madness, but it's okay. cute. Like if you little freckles across I think your freckles nose. Freckles are cute. Oh, I think freckles are cute. Like I love freckles, mm. but I think to paint on freckles, if you haven't got them, is maybe a step too far. Well, but maybe is. not. <laughs> well, it yeah. is. I've got it some. Is. I don't. I don't need any more. But I. Well, I don't know if yeah. I haven't, but you could make them perfect, couldn't you? You could make them the perfect little you kind could. of you could ginger megzy ones. Yeah. Okay, well, um, let's um, let's wind it up because it's probably the sound's not great for a, a long All right. session. Um, yes, and we reconvene. We'll reconvene for next week when we will have more tales from London and more interesting things. And we are, Lisa, playing oh, Devil's are. Avocado. Yes, and we're international. We're, we're global. We're a global sensation between us <laughs> both. And you can email us on weareplayingdevilsavocado at gmail.com or you can come to the PDAs. Don't come on to the PDAs and tell us the sound's not good because we know that because we're doing this across the across the oceans. Yes. <laughs> a yogurt cup and a string. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but, so, do, but yeah. But do, um, do listen and I'll speak to you next time see you later okay bye